Hey guys. Hello. Hello. <laughs> I wanted to serenade. I've well, you did them. all of that to do that. <laughs> all of that. Hi to guys, do that. it's Muffy B. Muffy Bradshaw. Did you guys I miss like us? Thank you. Thank you. All right. Hello. Hey. Hello, hello, hello. What's going on, everybody? How you are you? guys remember us? How's your mama doing? <sighs> How your daddy now? Mm. I don't even know where to start. It's been a long time. It's been a long time. We were on hiatus. And it felt good. Right? Like, it just did. to kind of, like, relax and just kind of recoup and... Get ready for this... Self-care. Polar vortex. Yes, the polar vortex and all that good stuff. But I must say, I missed the pod. I did. I missed the pod. I missed... missed you guys. Mm-hmm. And this is... um, What episode is this? Is this 23, 24? I, I think it's 25. I really think it's 25. You think it's... Okay. So, episode 25, possibly. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Um, so, hello. Hello, hello, hello. So, for our new listeners, welcome. You are listening to the Muffy Bradshaw podcast with... Mr. Cherry. Mr. Cherry. Infamously it, known. Yes, yes. Infam- infamously known. Infamously now, known. here's the thing. Share your all your handles just because it's been a while. So, it make sure everyone is following <laughs> you and they know... All of our all newcomers, good, all mm-hmm. of the new people. Um... Instagram, uh, my Instagram handle inspired by inspired, inspired, underscore by underscore greatness, um, and I've been updating Twitter. I mean Twitter a little more. That's right. Oh, yeah. I need to follow you on Twitter. I don't Twitter. think I follow you on Twitter. So what type of stuff do you say on Twitter? Well, you know, I I really kind of got into Twitter because I realized like Twitter is what I believe to be used more on a national level. Like no matter mm-hmm. who you are, what you are, everyone has a Twitter. Like you know. Okay. Senator Warren has a Twitter. I haven't seen her Instagram page. So can you like tell us what your most recent tweet is? Because I want to know. My most recent tweet actually was equally my Facebook post, mm. um, which was saying, don't don't confuse your, your, your Judas for your Peter. Oh, wait. Well, oh, I'm hey. going to like that segue. Come on. Hey. <laughs> this wasn't hey. planned. Hey, don't. Wait don't, a minute. Wait a minute. Don't so confuse, really quick, what is that? I don't. Okay. So Don't elaborate. confuse the Judas for, your, for Peter mm. because Peter... Mm-hmm. Had a bad day. Judas had a bad heart. Mm. So you want to make sure that you don't confuse the two. And sometimes we'll do that, you know, where someone or something may happen. And because of how we may have had some previous trauma take place mm-hmm. or happen to us, we'll immediately just kind of back off. Mm. And we don't we sometimes will do that to someone who just may not be in the best space or in the best in the best season of their life. Mm. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't mean that they're actually a bad person. They just may be going through some things through which they don't make the best decision. However, and conversely, you have some people who are just bad, who just have bad hearts. Mm, okay. Bad spirits. Now, do you ever tweet about anything dating and love related, or is it just kind of a little bit of everything? It's all, it's kind of all over the place, man. Mm-hmm. I, um, I'm very I'm very big on social justice. I'm very into politics. I'm trying to get myself back into um, kind of kind of just being just allowing myself to get some more information around the politics because as we have this. This race coming up, man. I want to make sure I don't miss a beat. Mm, you shouldn't. You, you know? definitely shouldn't. Um, and that's from just the government level, from the state level, even just, you know, citywide. Man, I try to just make sure nothing kind of goes past that I don't know something about. So, okay. it can, it's from that to music to, you know, my, my work. Um, okay. It's a lot. Mm. So, yeah, Twitter, man. If you, if you, I'm trying to build it up, man. If I can get a new, get a, a couple hundred followers, man, I will buy y'all. <laughs> Popeye's chicken sandwiches. You hear me? Oh my god! Can I? Okay, so I want to share with you guys really, really quick because this is just so you know. This is going to be a very light and airy episode. All right. Um, but I would like to share with you guys that I have officially not been any eating any meat since June, I think, twenty fifth. So I almost caved when that Popeye's chicken sandwich came out, but it was. The grace of God that saved me because all of this ranting and raving about this chicken sandwich, I was so tempted, but I held strong and I have not cheated. So I've been five, five months. It'll be five, five months, months next week. I just want to say, um, about it. I have to say this, you know, mm-hmm. I think it's very important for people to hear this. Um, I absolutely had no faith in you. <laughs> oh my God, Mr. Cherry. I'm just being true. I mean, it's, it's, it's real. 
But when I put my mind to something, when you do it, so it'll get done. It'll been... get done. So yes, I have not experienced the um, Popeye chicken sandwich. But okay, so enough about that. But I want to get this is something that I've been thinking about when we were on our hiatus. I need to clarify something. I need to do a little bit of housekeeping. House, come on, okay? clean it, clean the house. So for our new listeners, I'm not sure if you all have listened to our last episode. But I really, really, really went deep into my last relationship, okay? For those who can't see, she put the bunny ears up. No, excuse me, they're quotes. The air quotes, not bunny ears. It's the same thing. Um, air quotes, thank you very much. Um, and Shut this up. is going to be a little bit heavy. It's not heavy, but this is going to be a strong conclusion. And you are I haven't even talked to Mr. Cherry about this yet. I feel like... Oh, boy. Come on. I need to recan a couple of statements. Why? About my ex. And guys, check out the last episode because I go into it towards the end of the pod. Now, I feel like he may have had a little bit of sociopathic tendencies. I'm not kidding. Why would you say that? <laughs> not psycho, but sociopathic tendencies. I do. Okay. So, oh gosh, this is why, can, can you pull up just the definition of a sociopath? Because I don't want to misquote or give out any misinformation. Sure. But from what, <clears throat> excuse me, I have studied, sociopath is someone who obviously, you know, it may be even coupled with a little bit of narcissism. So I'm not sure, I can't, I'm not sure which one yet, but sociopath is someone who lacks empathy. Right? Mm-hmm. B, do you have the definition of I just want to, just can you just read it really quick for our listeners? So from the Websters, the, uh, <laughs> the, the Merriam-Websters. Yes, what does it say? Uh, a sociopath is a person with a personality disorder manifesting itself in extreme antisocial attitudes <laughs> and behavior and a lack of conscience. <laughs> is this the man? That, is this how you're trying to paint this, brother? Now listen, now here's the thing. I cannot emphatically state I'm not diagnosing, but I, I do feel like there have been some sociopathic tendencies. Okay. So, okay, so can you pull up Narcissist real quick? Sure. Just so we can I just make like a comparison. I feel like we in church and, and the pastor is like... Uh, Say amen when you have it. No, you know how the pastor le- turned to that one deacon. they like, deacon, uh, pull up the scripture. <laughs> yeah, go back real quick. Let's, let's, let's so this is the thing. So the lack of empathy and just thinking about the things that were kind of surprising in our relationship because when I break up with someone I like to analyze and just kind of figure out like okay what are some red flags that I may have missed what are some things that I really should have paid attention to but I didn't Mm -hmm. and a couple of the things like throughout our loose relationship well it wasn't a loose relationship it was an unlabeled and we'll get to that later don't you eat not right now let me finish my story Okay. okay okay so it wasn't it wasn't a labeled relationship, okay? Mm. So I use the term, you know, it's 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 a malleable expression to mm. me, like relationship, whatever. So I need to calm down. I'm so excited to be paddock. I feel like I'm like, ha! Ah! Okay, so I'm going to take a breath. I'm going to take a breath. So a couple of things that he did that he didn't show any remorse for, okay? Okay. And we're not going to get into details. Okay. But my bed ended up being broken. Oh! Okay. <laughs> But listen, like, we're not going to get into details, but my <laughs> bed... Hey, I don't think that make him a narcissist. <laughs> I'd argue a lot, of, a lot of our listeners... No, but this is serious. I'm being serious. Wouldn't make that of a champion. No, no, well... He's a champion. Listen, See, again, I just try to work credit. Again, again, good brother, I support you, you know. But listen, you guys... You got, you look, you have to make them sign that... They got to sign a waiver first. Because if you break any furniture... But... As you are working, <laughs> you should not be held liable for any of that. So there's a contract. I will send it to you. So here's my. So this is what happened. Okay. So a slat, right? Or is it slab? No, slat. Like a slat, like the wooden. It's a platform bed. So the slat broke. Uh, sure. Whatever it is. And so now, like my bed was leaning. I'm like, oh my god, baby, like the bed is broken. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, I thought I heard something. Uh huh. And that was it. Yeah. No, he didn't offer to pay for the broken bed. He was reveling in his... First of all, we're not getting detailed, okay? Just know the the slat was broken, okay? okay? He didn't offer to pay for it or anything. He didn't even say, I'm sorry. He wasn't sorry. (sighs) 
He was That's the problem, Mr. Cherry. Wait a minute now. Hold on. So that was one thing. And I'm like, wait a minute. Like, if that were me, if I were over someone's house and I broke the bed, I would be just, like, emphatically apologetic. Like, I am so sorry. So like, you, you're not really a, a follower of sports, and I understand that. But um, for so, our listeners who are, for, are sports followers, do you remember a time when Shaquille O'Neal broke the backboard of a, of a glass basketball hoop? And after he broke the backboard, he didn't turn to the owners of the arena to say, <laughs> I just want to let you know I'm sorry. I'm going to go ahead and pay for that it. That is not... Okay, see, yes, I don't it like is. when you do these comparisons. Because it is. I mean, he, he, he did not apologize for doing his job. Your job is not to break a bed. His intent was not to break the bed. See, here we go. Do we have to go back like five pods ago? It's not about a person's intent. It's how it made the person feel. Intent is totally independent of my feelings. If I felt that you should have apologized and it made me feel sad or upset that you didn't, that is my true feeling regardless of your intent. Now, what do you have to say about that, Mr. Chair? Anything? Would you like to counter me? You are 100%. So that was number one, okay? That was number one. Um, And number two, we would kind of talk about past relationships. Mm -hmm. And he would be like, you know, I just, uh, people just don't think that I, you know, that I'm remorseful or that I care, but I really do. And I'm thinking to myself, actually, you, you don't. Like, you don't care. He was very, like, selfish. Mm. Um, lack of remorse, I said that. Lack of empathy. Like, I remember we were going to, um, where were we going? We were going to, like, the movies or something. We were coming from a date. And there was an ambulance, like, riding down the street. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, my God, I hope they're okay. Like, oh, please, Lord, you know, blah, 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 blah. It's like, oh, you know, accidents happen. And I'm like, so little things like that. I'm like, wait a minute, something's not right. Now, again, I, am I being a little bit over the top? Do I truly, truly think he is a sociopath? Honestly, all jokes aside, no. But do I feel like he was a narcissist in a lot of... Oh, did you read the definition of well, narcissist? I have a question. I want to ask you this. Do you think that um, he has excessive interest in uh, <laughs> admiration of himself? Excessive? No. 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 Mm-mm. But there's different levels of narcissism, though. Well, um, from the Merriam-Webster, chapter 22, verse 5, it says, um, a person who has an excessive interest in admiration of themselves. Mm-hmm, but there's different, I'm telling you, there's different definitions of narcissism. Well, I'm reading King James, Merriam. <clears throat> so if you want a new, if you want a so, new international, I can't help you. I'm sorry. Okay, so, well, thank you for the reference. Um, But I don't know if you all listen or watch Red Table Talks, but um, there are different levels of being narcissistic. So it could just manifest in different ways. We're not going to go into that, but, yeah. So I just feel like I kind of pumped him up a little bit too much on the last pod, and he definitely had some qualities that were red flags. So I just wanted to make that clear. Um, I feel like I'm actually over that relationship. Okay. It took a little bit of a, t- it took some time, but I feel like I'm over it. And you know how when you break up with somebody, like you just think about them, it's like a daily occurrence. I don't find myself thinking about them anymore hmm. um, excessively. Something may remind me of the person, mm-hmm. but I'm not like, oh my God, oh, like it's, I'm, I'm done. Yeah. So I just want to make that clear. <laughs> I want to do that type of housekeeping well, before we went into. That's clean. Yes. And we didn't have. A label, per se, but we, we had a an agreement, you know, that we were just interested in each other. So that's why I kind of call it a relationship, because it was. And you had clarity within that agreement. You were both clear on the agreement. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I mean, yes? Like, what I feel like is going to be a follow-up question. No, yes, follow-up. I just want to hear, because, you know, because, you know, when the whole label thing come up, it's, yeah, it could be a, that could be a, an entirely different thing. Because, you know, you could not have a label, but have a understanding and agreement. What it's called is whatever it may be. If two people understand and are are clear, what do you have to call it something? <laughs> just a question. I mean, I, not. not that, I'm just curious. This is my thing for me. Um, 
I'm a person who likes clear lines of communication and I like things to be nice and succinct and I like them to be labeled. That's just me. That's how I operate in life. That's I just like that clear line of demarcation. Okay. So for me, if I don't see a big deal on labeling something, I don't. So if I were to have a conversation, hey, we're exclusive. Um, I am going to call you my boyfriend, my significant other. Yes, that is for me. Now, if if I got pushback on that, mm-hmm. I wouldn't. I would just try to understand why, like what the pushback is for. I get that. I think that's probably a common thing. I think that when you have some, when you have people who don't necessarily maybe want or or feel comfortable with labels per se, mm-hmm. I feel like when there is pushback, there is just a common feeling of why so why because i know you're kind of like anti-establishment right so historically you have not been a proponent of labeling relationships correct correct so can you explain why well i mean and we we spoke about that on previous shows before just because certain labels mean different labels mean different things to different people it's a matter of interpretation can you give me an example? Um, I mean, girlfriend, boyfriend comes with certain <laughs> expectations, um, comes with certain rules, regulations, guidelines, um, depending on who the person is that you are finding yourself in a relationship with. And <clears throat> although people say, well, you know, you can kind of talk and hash those things out, there are still areas and, and um, you know, idiosyncrasies about that that people still don't speak, you know. Some people just, oh, well, yeah, that's, I mean, well, that's included as well. Oh, well, yeah, I mean, I don't want you to do this because, I mean, that's what I meant also when I said I wanted you to be my boyfriend. Because they don't necessarily come to mind. There's so many small things that are involved in it. I just think that when you have something like girlfriend or boyfriend, when it comes to a matter of interpretation, everybody's is going to be different. I think very differently when you talk about marriage. So do you think that labeling someone as your boyfriend or girlfriend makes the person, no, I'm going to make this personal and specific do you feel like if someone wants to call you boyfriend or if someone wants to label it do you feel like that um makes you feel like you're losing your autonomy is that what it is not not that's not what it is i think mm-hmm. that that's a part of it okay. um i think for me i think what's more important than what we call it, we can call it a blue dog i think that the substance of the relationship and the desire of what you want to be how you want to function in that relationship it means more than anything else for me i don't care what we call it because we cannot call it boyfriend girlfriend and if i feel how i feel about you i still may not want you to do x y and z one two three we can just be we can literally just be casually dating and I can still feel that this relationship is X, Y, and Z because that's how I feel. So you're not opposed to someone requesting the label of the relationship. I'm not It's op- just because you said it doesn't matter what you call it. So it's just like, eh, you know, we can call it that if that's what makes you feel comfortable, but it really doesn't matter what the label is. Correct. And I think for I think also I think a lot of it is that people want the label to to have some clear I think the people want the label so that they have something to tell people that you are this is my this is my so-and-so because you need i need you need that label to be referenced or called so this is my boyfriend this is my this is my blah blah it's my girlfriend this is so like that to me and i understand it makes it clear and it makes it it gives it gives others you know people a certain level of understanding of of who you are in their life based on how they interpret your relationship. But so you're saying may... that people do it for other people. People want to be labeled because of other people. Correct. So mm, think I about. Don't think that's true. I mean, not for me. Well, I, I can see how it may not necessarily be for you, but there are some there are some people in certain types of relationships that function that way. I think one thing. I think if you think about it in this way, and this doesn't necessarily this doesn't apply to me, mm-hmm. but you have people who are in very open relationships, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> Is that yeah, still true. is that still your boyfriend? Yes, to it, some people. It, it, but if, if you're explaining, if you're explaining it, hey, this is my polyamorous boyfriend. You're stretching it. You're stretching. That's I'm, a stretch. But do you see what I'm saying? No, that's a stretch. So if, Only... you, if you're introducing me, mm-hmm. if you're introducing me to your boyfriend that you're in a and you're in a polyamorous relationship, mm-hmm. your person that you're in a polyamorous relationship with. Mm-hmm. 
how do you describe that to me in a sense that makes it plain to me what your relationship is? I don't have to go into the details. My point exactly. I don't need to tell you what this person's called. But is is calling someone a boyfriend really like a detail? Is that really a detail? What's well, a label of it's a label of of explaining who you are in my life. Into which I don't I mean the components of our relationship probably won't be able to be placed into a label in that way because we have a lot of different <clears throat> pieces to our relationship. So well, how do I need why do I need to say this is my boyfriend? This is my because that means that means something different to everybody. Why this is my girlfriend? That means something different to everybody. Some people may say, "Okay, well, girlfriend in my life means that, you know, blah blah blah, whatever." Like, so that may not necessarily mean. But I mean, I feel like that's a stretch only because relationship. What you do in your relationship is different for everybody, right? So Mm -hmm. it's just like I don't, I I don't feel like we can just put like a blanketed statement like, "Hey, you know, boyfriend means something to different people." You're right. That's true. That is true. Girlfriend may mean something different to different people. That's true. But when it comes to your relationship, or for me, my relationship, I'm your girlfriend. Right. And that shouldn't be this big debate. It shouldn't be because you're right. It is something as simple as a label, and it's something as complicated as a label. It's like an oxymoron. But at the, at the end of the day, it's... It's a label that I think needs to be discussed and it needs to be, there needs to be some type of dialogue. So do you think, do you think the label of wife leaves, leaves itself, leaves itself open to interpretation? Yeah. Anything leaves itself open to interpretation. And I feel like labels are going to have their different meanings to different people. Like I'm not contesting that, but I, I guess my question is, I don't see what the big debate would be. And that's the thing. It's not a debate. Mm-hmm. It's not a Like, I think that that's usually where... So, usually when I have this stance, because, you know, we, we talked about this before. Mm-hmm. Usually when I have the mm-hmm. stance, the most common response is, oh, well, you, you want to leave that open door, open avenue... So that you can blah 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 blah. I don't think that about you personally. Thank I, you. I know that's not true for you. But that's the most that. common response, mm-hmm. and it's that's equally the most you. common turnoff for me. But some people are like that, though. Which I get. They, not you. Which I not get. you. But some people do use that as a scapegoat. Like, well, what, what we got? What should we? Wait a minute, baby. Why we got to do all? That isn't you. But I do understand. Like me, just not being like me being a little bit biased. I do understand for people like you. You like to just have your foundation set and just kind of leave all of the extraness, all of the extra labels. You just want to more so go on, would you say, like the feeling, like making sure you're on the same page, the commonalities. We have a relationship. What our relationship is doesn't have a definition. Hmm. We have an understanding and a relationship between you and I, whomever that you know may be. And if so, that works for you guys, that's what works. And that's what, I mean, and that that's the beauty of choosing someone who has the same expectations right. you're, you're having that collective foundation that's what matters and also what i think and i, I don't want to harp on it too long but mm-hmm. i think what also happens which is in a disadvantage to people within relationships when they find themselves just using the blanket boyfriend girlfriend label is mm-hmm. that a lot of people don't have the extra dialogue of of defining what that means they just mm-hmm. say well this is my boyfriend and, or this is my girlfriend to each other. You're like, okay, well, you're gonna be my boyfriend. I'm gonna be your girlfriend. Mm-hmm. They don't really kind of hash out what does that really mean. Mm-hmm. What are you comfortable with? Mm-hmm. What can I do? What can I not do? Mm-hmm. Not because I'm not allowed to, but what is comfortable for you? For what is comfortable to you for me to do? How should I respond in these ways? In these scenarios? These yeah. this have like people aren't having the conversation. People aren't having the, the conversation. People aren't and, having the conversation. I think that probably mm-hmm. is largely a uh, issue for me when it comes to the whole boyfriend girlfriend label is that we're just throwing it out but then there's no more dialogue to really like explain build like create that foundation of what that relationship and that's not a label issue that's a relationship issue that's a communication issue that's a communication issue yeah that's fair Mm -hmm. um yeah so that's interesting but you gonna call me your girlfriend listen let me tell you something if we are I mean, come on. Like, that's just, the, to me, that is just the label that I would like. It, it, it is, it defines what we are in a very succinct way, mm-hmm. like technically one word. And it's that, that just is something that I would expect. And to me, 
it would be a red flag if there was significant pushback. Because I'm just like, that's just not something to me. It wouldn't it wouldn't feel right, and it's not a huge deal. Mm-hmm. You I mean, know, I, I think I've just learned over the years that it it is something that gives power. To, for, it gives power to people. People want to abuse the the, the definition. Well, I mean, well, people or the want label, to, I should say. People want to hold that title like wife. They hold they hold girlfriend like wife. And can I, you give me an? Can you give me oh, a personal example? I want some. Can ooh, you give me a personal Jesus example, God. please? Because I want to know. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No, Lord. <laughs> no, it's. I mean, talking about tooth and nail fight, like. We, we we need to be caught. And I'm like, wh- wh- why? why? This holds that much weight to okay, you. Okay, so you don't want to give a personal example. Okay, fine. <laughs> so give us an example of a girlfriend role and a wife role. Like how would you how you would treat your girlfriend and how you would treat your wife? What is the difference? Since you, you I mean, that's be a all, lot. Of, come on, I mean, that's give me a, a couple of examples. You threw it out there. So I mean, when if we're, we're talking about. A wife. We're talking about my wife. We're talking about a wife. I mean, that's. I feel like that just steps into a completely different realm um, because we're making promises to one another under our belief system of what that of what wife and what husband really means and how they function. I'm I am fusing my life with yours. What type of promise? Give me an example. I'm promising God, your family, mine, and the everyone who is present that I am going to. I'm going to protect, take care of, and hold you in a certain and hold you in a certain position within my life and and, and people. That is very different for me from from girlfriend. So, where would your girlfriend fall on that spectrum? My girlfriend, I I mean, I I care a lot about you. I love I'm, I love you. I may may or may not love you, um, but there there are not necessarily promises deeper than just us uh, saying, okay, well, I'm not going to sleep with somebody else i'm not going to go on dates with somebody else i'm not gonna just in my opinion it's just very very simplistic things that come with that title and i but again that's i don't know it, it's just i don't know if that even makes sense okay no 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 no. i hear what you're saying i hear what you're saying now for me if at this point in my life okay it's been like this actually for a little bit mm. gosh I, you guys I have water in my ear and i'm like my equilibrium is all off equilibrium is all off um but at this point in my life if i am choosing what is this this is okay so for those who cannot see um and for the record we are on youtube so we're, we're streaming we're not streaming it but we're recording this so if you guys want to see us when we're on our pod go to youtube and search muffy bradshaw but uh shameless plug shameless plug um but this is a monkey tail or a monkey hook and i so it's i don't know if you guys have heard of monkey hooks good good deflection by the way Uh, (laughs) (laughs) you slick slick son of a gun you slide off you slick son of a gun and it worked too because you know i got add um so this is actually a monkey hook is just where you hang picture frames and stuff so mr cherry's been fiddling with this the whole time so you guys hear it that's what it is all right but anyway so evidently, we're going to move from that topic because, um, all right. Now, so this is actually kind of what I wanted to pick your brain about. Okay. And you all right? Yeah, yeah. Um, we wanted to pick your brain. Well, I wanted to pick your brain about this. And we touched on this um, last pod. But I am, I kind of want to do a part two. All right. So I was doing some research. Oh, yeah. And... I was on a, it's a social networking site, and the question was this, guys, are you ready? We've talked about it before, but I want us to kind of delve into it again. What is your red flag in a woman or man when you're in the early stages of dating? What's (laughs) early stages? To me, early stages is less than six months, six months or less. Or maybe even a year or less, but my first mine was six months or less. Okay. And I'm going to read a couple of people's responses. Okay. <laughs> well, you want to you want to Bali? I read one, and then you pick one that you think is funny. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, 
And there's, they, I want to say there are thousands 7, or hundreds. 7,000 responses. 7,000. 7,000 oh, responses. Okay, here we go. So here's one. I'm, I'm going to do this. It was kind of randomized. So I'm going to read this one. So this person says, I like girls who are physically affectionate, but my ex was so clingy. She had her gay friends visit the gay bar I worked at to make sure I wasn't flirting with girls. I'm a straight bartender at a 99% male gay bar. Well, that's a whole nother. That's a whole Okay, so so if if I'm reading this correctly, if I'm understanding it correctly, someone who was too clingy. But I don't think that's, like, wait a minute. Clingy and physically affectionate are two totally different things Two completely different things, but they may show themselves in similar ways. Right. So it's just like. Someone Someone who's affectionate may, who, someone who's clingy. That doesn't make sense. That's well, not the someone, same. Well, so someone who's clingy can be overly affectionate in certain ways, but they're, but someone's, what I guess what they would define as overly affectionate doesn't necessarily mean that that person, uh, someone else is clingy. Right. Because I, first of all, I am so affectionate. I will hug on you. I will kiss on you. And these are like my friends. Like I, when I see my girlfriends, I'm just like, hey, I'm just, that's how I am. My my family was affectionate, so I'm affectionate. But I want to tell you something. And this is the truth, you guys. Like if you were to interview my exes, they would never say that I was clingy. Demanding, possibly. Mm. High maintenance, maybe. But clingy, absolutely not. But I am very affectionate. So I feel like those are different things. So I'm not sure. I don't know. But if you're popping up, spying on your significant other, yes, that is a red flag. And I would run. <laughs> this is a red flag. Let's see. So this is a quick one. This person says, refers to her. We can't cuss, right? We can do what we want. I mean. It's a strong. Okay. Let's, uh, All right. Okay. I mean, do what you do. Do what you do. Do what you feel comfortable doing. Just go. <laughs> Okay, well, I mean, this one says, this is them saying, not me, because, mama, I don't use these words. You know I don't cuss. Um, <laughs> refers to, <clears throat> Go ahead, read it. <laughs> uh, refers to herself as a bitch or a crazy bitch. Mm, that's not a bad, I mean, that's not as bad as I thought it was going to be. It's not bad. Yeah, like, I'm crazy. I'm cra- Yeah, that's I'm a red flag. Like, she's telling you she's crazy. But, uh, what, what, I'm okay, not crazy. Why do, let's just say, I don't know men who do that. Do you know men who say, oh, I just want to let you know I'm crazy? No. So why do, what is it about? <laughs> I don't know. Is it just like, okay, is it because they just want to be transparent? Or is it that they feel like that's some type of like. Because they are crazy and they are, they have no reserve when it comes to telling you how they are. So take, take them for their word. I don't know. I am not crazy. Like, I'm not going to stalk you. I'm not going to drive by your house. I'm not going to do that. First of all, I have way too much pride. I am very prideful, and I just, my pride would not allow me to do that. My pride would not allow me to look crazy, do something crazy. I just can't. That's just not. But that is a red flag. She's literally telling you, yo, I'm crazy. Have you ever done anyone crazy? I'm sorry? What? Uh, Yes. Yes, so what's I, the craziest thing that oh God. Um, has happened to you? I haven't think I dated anyone crazy. Thank you, God. I've dated, a, I've dated someone who has, like... <laughs> okay, quick story. I was, yes, um, about time. You I gave was, us a story. I was dating a girl, and at the time, we hadn't really gotten to a point of defining what, what the relationship was. Um, uh-huh. But, <clears throat> but we... Uh, so... um i I discovered that she was you know she was seeing she was seeing somebody which i was like okay because we weren't defined you know so i'm like that's fine that lets me know where we stand Mm -hmm. so sometime thereafter a friend of mine that i was seeing i Uh guess uh um asked me to go to a wedding Mm -hmm. that was out of state out of the country, out, out of the state, out of the state. Oh, um, and so, <laughs> and so, I'm like, sure, you know, no problem. So, um, me being forthcoming, as I am, um, I told her, I said, I was like, look, you know, I just want to let you know, this wedding is going on. Um, I'm planning on going. It's going to be in this city, 
So I just, you know, any any event that you may have had plans for us, I just want to make sure you, you know, you know, I'm not going to be available. I'm trying to be transparent, you know. Let's everybody try to be open wants, and honest. Everybody wants open transparency, but honesty. Some people can't handle but some it. people can't handle it. So, um, we're sitting on the couch. Maybe I don't know how long thereafter, and it's maybe like maybe the week before. Mm. We're literally sitting there. Nothing had took place like about that subject, that issue, anything at that point. So let's say a commercial came on, <laughs> and turned around and said, "So what you doing this weekend?" That's what she said. And I'm like. I'm going to the wedding. And she was she said with who? Uh-huh. And I said with Stacy. Uh-huh. <laughs> we already talked about this. Oh shoot. And she got quiet. She said, No, you're not. Ooh. I said, excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm sorry, I didn't I, I didn't hear what you said. You said no, what? She, no, no, uh, no, you're not. Ooh, ooh. Uh, yeah, I am. I actually my my flight is booked, and I, uh, I'm, I'll be actually shoving oh off my Friday. You know, mm. you're not going to the. It, it turned into this big thing, and I was like, I, you know, I'm like, look, I'm going X, Y, and Z. She sat there for a minute. Mm-mm. She set her cup down. Mm-mm. She turned and looked at me, and mm. she leapt across the couch. No, she didn't. Are you for real? Just dead serious. Leapt across she the couch. You? Hand like hands to go around my no, neck. No, no, no. Right hand. Are to you God. for real? Right hand to God. <laughs> Mom, I ain't tell you about this because you might have killed her. But that is yeah, cool. that is crazy. Yes, and I have a million, Are you serious? a million stories about that. Ooh, child, that's that is crazy. Though. That's probably one of the craziest things that she's ever done. <gasps> yeah. Oh my God, that was actually some good tea. That was mm. a good story. All right, um, so let's see here. I'm scrolling here. I'm just going to do random, whatever my hand lands on, you guys. So I'm scrolling through social media, and I'm literally landing on a comp. Oh, wait, that's a that's Go an back. ad. Hold yeah. on. <laughs> that's not. <laughs> All right, so here we go. This is a long one. So this person says, being flaky with communication and or meeting up. To an extent, life can and will get in the way, but there's a certain level of enthusiasm you want to see from a potential partner, and if they can't muster it during the honeymoon stage of dating, it's probably not going to improve later. That's very true. That's a good one. That's very true. That is a red flag. Oh, I hate that. That is a red flag. Flaky with communication. Inconsistent and flaky with communication. That has to be the biggest, biggest annoyance because like, that's I can't telling, tolerate that's that. telling of more than just one thing it's telling of you it's telling of your inconsistency it's it's telling of your lack of prioritizing things that are outside of yourself mm-hmm. that's telling of um your inability to communicate as an adult like you know i understand people feel nervous people aren't strong in certain areas but if we're leaking if we're talking about the potential pursuit of a real relationship I need to be able to talk to you. Right. And my thing is, I don't I don't know about you, but I'm not talking about like surface stuff. No, I'm not talking about the weather. Your, I don't care what your favorite color is. I'm not talking about work. How was work today? Like I don't like like I don't know. This is just me. This is actually a petty turnoff for me mm. that I haven't mentioned. But it's like I'm not like to me, I, I wanna talk about things deeper than the weather, deeper than like how is work. Like that's just not I need to talk about some very deep rooted things that I'm passionate about and that I have an opinion about and that I wanna know your opinion about. And sometimes that is a lot for certain people. I actually had an ex and this is we were just so incompatible, unfortunate uncompatible, excuse me. Um and he was not he was able to talk in whole conversation, but he wasn't a good communicator. He didn't really bring up topics. He would just talk about things surfacely, and that was a huge turnoff for mm. me. Huge, 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 huge. Don't even know how it lasted so long. Yeah, I've, I've mm-hmm. been there. I've mm-hmm. been there. Because, I mean, but it, I think that also just when you're, when you're stimulated by certain things, mm-hmm. it's important to not cheat yourself and and attempt to build with someone who doesn't stimulate he doesn't meet you in that way you know like if if you're someone who thrives off of that level of conversation communication and certain interests and somebody meet you there like don't don't cheat yourself out of time out of out of sanity out of your peace 
trying to you know build with someone who can't who just really can't function there and and, and you have to be real and true to yourself and identifying that and move forward you like know? what do you guys talk like what do people talk about like if you're not communicating or talking about things that are just deeper i just don't understand like what do you talk about on the phone do you not talk some people just don't talk <laughs> so i think the very surface well and surface really is somewhat subjective because <clears throat> you have That's some true. people who who are, you know, very, That's... very business oriented, you know, so mm-hmm. all they have to talk about is business. Mm-hmm. All they have to talk about is money. All they have to talk about is, you know, different, mm-hmm. you know, business acquisitions or different things they're doing. You have certain people who really all they have to talk about is, you know, sports. You know, oh, all they have ah, to, all be, they have to talk would, about is, long. you know, they the conversations that they have with their girlfriends. And, you know, you hear a story. I was just looking at a meme was like. When you, it's a meme with Tupac, just like from Juice, I think. He's sitting back looking in the sky and he was like, when she, when she comes home to tell you the same story she told you on our lunch break. <laughs> and you know what? I'm sorry, B, real quick. There are a lot of my guy friends complain about that. Like they, they are, they are attracted to these beautiful women, mm. beautiful women. But child, when they go out on that first date, they're like, oh my God. Like, I don't care how beautiful you are, how put together you are physically, but there are, I'm hearing that there are a lot of women who do not, cannot sustain a conversation. And that goes for men too, because I dated, not dated, I, I have gone on a few dates with someone and I'm like, I really wanted to like this person. And child, like it was, I have, oh my God, like I just, oh, oh, like couldn't hold a conversation. Mm. And I think that both of us are pretty easy to talk to. Usually people open up and can talk to us, but it was, it was terrible. I refuse. I don't care how much money you make, how good you look. Like if you cannot hold a conversation, it's done. It's done. It's so interesting. You just said that literally this morning I had a conversation and we were saying how, um, I'm trying to think even how to how even go to it. Mm-hmm. So we were saying how there is this cycle mm-hmm. that takes place where mm-hmm. men are choosing, chasing, finding interest in women who look a certain way. Yeah. Um, a couple. I was, I'm group chat one of my frat. Well, a couple of my a lot of my frat brothers. One of them mentioned how you know the reference of being these. Kind of create a player chicks. Creative player? Create chicks? a player. Oh. <laughs> to where they are. Create a player. Putting themselves player. together. Beating their face for two hours. Mm. Fake this. False that. Mm-hmm. Everything. Aesthetically mm-hmm. looking like everything that people see or are people, you know, are, are, are drawn to, you know, as of recent times and what have you, mm-hmm. that they're searching for these people, right? Mm-hmm. Once they obtain someone or build, you know, find someone, start dating someone like that, they realize that they lack everything internally of su- or substance-wise. Right. Because when you're spooning at night and the lights are off, y'all, what y'all talking about? They're not talking. Well, right. Spooning lights off? Probably not. That's so let's retract that. The thing. So let's just... I mean, it's yeah. So and, convers- and, no and conversation being, is tough. But what, what is what is what is really discouraging is that mm-hmm. cycle being then certain women find themselves, um, I guess, influenced to kind of chase that aesthetic mm-hmm. to try to make themselves you know look like that and and stop either stop the work internally. Or really never find out that they need to do that work. So basically thinking that's all they need is a that's physical... Because that's what the more popular man is chasing after. But then what 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 was equally said is that a lot of these a lot of men... And I, I, I had to agree. I had to agree. A lot of men... And brothers ain't gonna like this because it's real. A lot of men who are chasing those creative player type chicks are really and truly probably a five. The men? The men. Let so, me tell you something. Oh, go ahead. So th- what what was said is I agree. <laughs> You're gonna like, see a lot of fives dating a lot of tens. You, you got a you lot are. of guys who Men-wise, what they were men, saying are like about five, you know a five maybe a six what have you chasing or wanting to get this creative player chick who's who's I guess popularly you know acclaimed as being a ten or what have you. And it's like, bro, you this what you want, but you're not offering much. So wait, where do they get the name? Create a player. Oh, he just got we you know, we just 
Okay, okay. Because I was like, that's actually no, no. I was, I like, yeah, yeah. That's I was like, that's that is good. Pretty good. But now he just said that. I mean, just straight off the dime. But I feel like this men of substance because the the men who are chasing the women just for the aesthetic and that's it. There are some men who just kind of like chalk it up and like, hey, you know what? She may not be smart. She may not be driven, but she looks A, B, and C. I feel like some of those men or a lot of those men don't have a lot to offer either. Because right. if you're gonna if you're gonna just say that's what it is, then I, I just feel like they don't have anything. Well, not anything, but they may not have a lot to offer offer either. I agree. I mean, and that's I think that's why I was saying like you know you you really a five trying to chase what you believe to be a ten, but you're only basing that being a ten off of what it looks like on the exterior. Mm. But if you really look at and and what 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 happens is that you have a lot of women. Who are truly probably tens, you know, when you put all of it together, when you put the resume stuff, you know, they got all this stuff together. Of course, you know how sisters do y'all, you know, educated, educated, decorated, Mm -hmm. degrees all over the wall Mm -hmm. and got your house and got your Mm -hmm. car and do Mm -hmm. this. Mm -hmm. So the article, okay, so we'll get to the article in a second, but I wanted to kind of touch on the women and not okay so this is what i'm gonna say and i'm gonna move on from it i my type has changed my type has changed over the years okay and i'm not saying that i'm more lenient as far as like my physical type it's just changed so look i need to be attracted to you in some sense. Okay. Maybe I'm attracted more to your drive and looks come a close second. But to me, it, it's kind of... Looks aren't 100% everything anymore to me. Like they used to be. When you say looks aren't everything, what do you mean? Meaning that, hey, this person who approaches me or this person that I may run into may not be historically my type physically but i'm going to give him a chance because he's attractive in many other ways he has his stuff together he has a great personality he's an excellent communicator he has a sense of humor things like that you know i just for me i've always found it i guess not confusing but i guess it's just interesting because i don't i guess i don't i haven't functioned in that way i don't have a physical type i i totally i can see that so like when people say oh he's not my type she's not my type physically i'm like what did that don't read for me? Like So to me, a type would be what you end up with by default. What you like if you were to line up all of your exes, if I were to line up all of my exes in a certain era of my life, they would all be similar. Really? Yeah. There's but that's abs- like from like undergrad to maybe like early twenties. I mean from fourteen to present day, none of there's there are no consistencies. Actually, no, I do have a type. If you were to line up all my exes as of recently, they would be. They would probably be half similarities. Bald, bearded, tall. <laughs> well, damn. Yeah, but that was just coincidence. Well, that's, that was a coincidence, I actually I know think. a guy. Now I think about it. Mm, okay, we'll talk off air about that. Ooh. Because let me, let me say, because I'm a, you know what? I'm just going to, I say this, I try to say this every pod. I am single. Okay. So, if y'all are like, oh my God, my feet, I... Just text me. Let me know. Inbox me. Let me know. Because I am open to dating. All right? (laughs) I am open to dating. I do feel slightly bad about calling my ex-sociopath earlier. But, hey, that's my true thought. I mean, there were some tendencies there. But, you know, I am officially Mm. back on the market. All right? Um, So, anyway, moving on. So, B, I want you to talk about this article that you sent because it was interesting. That's a good segue, man. Um, Yeah, yeah. So, I found an article. Now that I'm single, right? Of course. Um, um, now that you're single, you uh-huh. know me. I always will. I like a good article. You are good with the resources. You are like very a, good with the resources. You know, I try you to. Are. I try to take some time when I have some free time, and I, I find this uh, website to be pretty good. One of my frat brothers put me onto this. But until we get sponsored, I'm not going to mention it by name. We will put it on our site. Or on our what? Our, uh, shout out! What is shout it? out to my brother Raphael. Um, it's a website who that he put me on to. It has some really good articles. And, I mean, you'll find them six-minute reads, nine-minute reads. Just like something quick to just get your brain off of work or whatever. Mm-hmm. This one I found to be pretty interesting because it says, um, <laughs> sex with strangers is good for you. Okay. I haven't read the article on purpose. Okay. Because I like our natural back and forth on the pod. 
So immediately, I'm like, first of all, sex with strangers, disease central. What you mean, mm. sex with strangers? And I don't know about y'all, but I like to have a nice, succinct number. Yeah. And I'm, you know, I'm proud of my number. And I just don't want to have in these numbers. Yeah, talk about man. it. What? Talk what? about it. Seriously, we, we have time. They missed us. We can have a longer pod than usual. You grown. You grown. That is true. Ain't no numbers no more. There are to me. There's no more numbers. <laughs> you are grown. You are grown. There are numbers, no, and you know what? No, ma'am. No. You grown. What do you mean a number? What is it's what? People I, still do that. In my head, yeah, I do. I mean, I won't. Yes, I'm not gonna fry. I do. <clears throat> okay. I do. All right. Well, I do. I mean, um, well, t- I mean, some of the same things you mentioned. And I, I think am grown, but that you are very grown. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, but we're both in our thirties. How about that? That's so true. don't don't get cute. This is true. All right, thank um, you. But the author mentioned some very similar things like that. One of her, well, her concerns were, you know, STDs and um, just bad judgments, being spontaneous, mm-hmm. where that you know may not necessarily be in your best interest. Yeah. But what she found herself, um, or the position that she found herself in. And as she paints the pictures on the back end of a um, engagement that went wrong, mm. and then you know she, I guess the guy cheated on her or something like that. And what happened is she just felt herself to be in a space where she wanted to feel good, not necessarily physically, but she mm. wanted to feel desired, sexy, wanted. And I, I can I can understand. So no wait, what was why did they break up? Was she not sexually satisfied? Was she, did she not feel desirable? What was the reason for the breakup with her fiance? She just, I think she just mentioned that it was um, based on some infidelity that happened. Okay, so that was the sole. I mean, that's a big reason. Yeah, but I that mean, was a, okay. I, I think right. that, that was that was all that she mentioned as far as the reason for the engagement kind of being called off or failing, what have you. Okay. Um, but she says she you know kind of toiled back and forth. She spent some time before really kind of. Um, she she mentions just a lot of internal dialogue or or just kind of going back and forth mentally if if she was going to casually date see mm. each other you know what have see people and you know she says she went through her whole like Netflix binge <laughs> yes know, those are stuff. actually comforting when you go through a breakup yeah she says you know ate, <laughs> ate a lot of ice cream drank wine oh child but I refuse you know, to be that mean did all of that and so she said from that point she was like all right you know I'm gonna do it so okay she not intentionally but she just said you know in a space if I find the right person right time what have you so she. Goes Goes on a conference, work conference. You know, I, brothers, be careful of them work conferences now. <laughs> hey, now don't don't fight, don't fight with your lady if she got a work conference coming up. I'll tell you this now, she talked about some. Hey, don't fight with your lady <laughs> if she going on a work conference because she might come back different. But um, this girl went, <laughs> this girl went on a work conference. And she said, as soon as she walked in, she she like I guess it was different segments of the conference, what mm-hmm. have you. And she walked into one where she didn't think like you know I'm not gonna uh, this is nobody's really gonna be interested in this segment because I'm only the only person who takes interest in and come to find out she speaks about this cat who walks in mm-hmm. looking mm-hmm. handsome as mm-hmm. she describes him to mm-hmm. be, mm-hmm. and he he was like, wait, are you you here to you you here for this conference? Wait, did you read this? And she was like, oh. Mm. Not and many people. And he's intellectual. Mm. I guess he quoted a book that he read that she was like, most people don't read. So immediately she was like, okay, that's it. Mm-hmm. They he asked her if she wants to go to lunch. Mm-hmm. They end up going to lunch. Mm-hmm. He asked her what her plans were after the you know the day was over, mm-hmm. and she said that they went for drinks. I guess, mm. um, and found themselves in a back hallway. Okay, so this is like a one night stand. And he, but the thing is, he told, he said, in the, in the midst of them, you know, closely talking, mm. that um, he said to her, you know, this is a one night thing, right? He said that. He said that. Good for him for being up and open and honest. I agree, but I'm, I'm thinking to myself, like, bro, you really, you just gonna, right then, you gonna say, oh, that. in the midst of having sex, in the sex. midst, not even before they, eat, I mean, as they're be kissing and all of that stops and says that's weird i, I wouldn't same, want that the same thing that's weird i was kind of strange but she she was just like shut up stop talking she just wanted to feel desired she wanted to feel and mm. she said and she goes into that and she speaks about how just that in and of itself made her just feel good not because she doesn't get attention elsewhere not because she was just in a miserable space mm. but she just said you know it it felt good to be mm. desired I can see both ends of the spectrum with that. I can see both ends Uh because 
if you have a very solid, solid emotional intelligence and you understand truly, truly, truly what it is, sex with no strings attached, and you understand what that warrants, and you're not trying to change the situation, you're not trying to text the person, you're not trying to say, well, maybe he really doesn't mean, like, if you truly, truly understand what that means, go for it. Mm -hmm. But also, when we're vulnerable, a lot of times we're not rational. Did y'all hear that? When we are vulnerable, a lot of times we are not rational. Mm -hmm. So if you are just out of a breakup, Okay, fiance, that's serious. Mm -hmm. And you, it does feel good in the moment, but you have to be really, really careful with that pattern because it could be a very slippery, slippery slope. That's yeah. all I'm saying. I agree. I because, think, I think in order for you to really function in this space without allowing whatever happens to kind of seep in, you need to really be able to compartmentalize where, where, what you're doing, where you're at. So that it doesn't affect your psyche or believe that, okay, this means that I'm this kind of a person. You know, if I'm having one night stands, that means I'm this or I'm that, you know, what have you. Like, I think you just have to be in a certain headspace where you're able to say, look, I know my worth. I know my person. I know who I am. Mm -hmm. I want to feel this. I'm mm -hmm. open to, I want to feel, the, I want to feel, I want to be in something that's exciting. Mm -hmm. I want to feel, you know, desired. I want to feel, and I don't need, I don't want it. To be in the space of this or come with all of the extra that or what have you. I think when you when you're in that headspace, mm -hmm. you're you're being smart about it. And I think that how you execute that equally mm -hmm. shows that you're in you're, you're you're practicing that. When you're letting someone know, like again, I think the way that he did it probably was a little different. <laughs> but I'll you say. know, but if you're very transparent to say, Hey, look, you know, I just want to let you know I'm not looking to do anything more than this. Not to say that I'm just looking to be to hook up and be out. Mm -hmm. Like she mentions how they hooked up, but they had dialogue and conversation and phone calls, what have you. But they just had clarity afterwards. afterwards. Oh, um, she okay. she said that you know it 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 didn't feel she didn't walk she didn't walk away feeling like a slut. She didn't mm -hmm. walk away feeling used. She didn't mm, walk away okay. feeling under under un, undervalued or yeah. you know, anything like yeah. that. She said that, and and I think she she mentions it was how liberating. It sounds like for it, her. That's what she mentioned. Yeah, um, it sounds like it was, and that that to me, if if she's being truthful, which I I don't believe she has any reason to lie. Yeah. Um. Then that to me is a very healthy way to just feel liberated, and you know, it's women are sexual, and that's okay. Women can have one night stands. And be okay the next morning. It's just that you have to make sure that you are really in the right space to have a one night stand. Because this is another segue we can get into real quick. People will say, this is what I want up front. And you can front, front, not front. Because I really feel like if front. someone... Well, here's my thing. Like I feel like some people could really truly be like, okay. So if I'm, let's say, I'll use me for an example. Let's say... I meet someone, this this isn't true, this is totally hypothetical, but I meet someone, he's like, Muff, you know what, I'm not in the headspace for a relationship, this is what it is, this is going to be strictly physical, I'm not emotional, well, he wouldn't, probably wouldn't say that, but I'm not emotionally available, essentially, mm -hmm. right? And then I'm like, okay, I'm I'm fine. That's fine with me. Cool. That's that's a good agreement because I can do what I want to do. And I think some people really truly feel like they can accept that, but slowly things start to change on one person's end. And that's where I feel like it could be sticky. I agree. I agree. And and uh, you have to be you have to be true with self. You have to remain in your truth. And and but I also understand that you may be functioning in the space of what your truth is. And you may not know that you're not necessarily there until something happens. Yeah, like it's a trigger. And it's like, whoa, I thought that I would be able to accept that. Now, here's the opposite end. Because this happened to me with my person, my ex-person. Um, he presented like he was, though, emotionally available. Mm -hmm. And he wasn't. So I feel like if he were to be more honest with me, I would be able to come. I would have been able to compartmentalize him in a different way because I've compartmentalized several people mm -hmm. and I was OK with that. Mm -hmm. But if you present like you are emotionally available and you aren't, that to me isn't fair. I agree. I agree. And the opposite end, if you already say that this is I'm not emotionally available, this is the setup. Are you OK with that? And then the person says yes, and then if they change it, that's also not fair. Come on, church. 
<laughs> Come on, church. That's also it's, not it's, fair. It's really, Be honest. It's really not fair. Because you cheat yourself. You cheat yourself. You cheat yourself. I'm honest. Like, okay, I'm not for that. That's fine. I am. Be honest with yourself. <laughs> I, that, no, that's real. That's real rap, man. I think yes, it, yes. you really do. You do. You do a disservice to yourself, yes. man. And it's really. I find it to be unfair. I found myself in those situations before. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of women who have found themselves in that situation mm-hmm. before when they agree to being in some of these constructs with certain brothers, and they're like, "All right, yeah, I mean, okay, mm-hmm. I'm cool with that." And then, then he start catching feelings, and then she's like, "All right, well, look, bro, you said we wasn't we wasn't doing the feelings thing." Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now don't don't backdoor me into a relationship now that you change up. Mm-mm. That's not Mm-mm. fair, and I just think that this it's tr- it's really just not fair. It's not fair, and I think that if we were honest about our feelings and really in tune with being like introspective, we would be able to tell. But some people know already, but they want to try and think they could change the person or situation, nah, and that's and that's also there not fair. There we go. So yeah, all right. <laughs> that was an abrupt stop. That was a. So, what you think? Anything else I for the for the listeners? I think that's good, man. I want to hear from I want to hear from the people, man. Y'all been okay. gone for we a little, we've y'all. been gone for a little while. I want to hear from y'all. Look, right. We, yeah, that's good. Yeah. So I'm that's trying to good. think if we um if I have any other updates. I did a little bit of damage control. Um, I think I'm good on my end. I think I corrected everything. <laughs> that I wanted to correct or set clear uh, <laughs> from the last pod. Uh-huh. But please, you guys, it'll all make sense. Like, some of the references will all make sense if you listen to the, la- the last podcast. And I must say this before we go. We are on episode 20-something. I'm not sure which, what, what, what. But go on SoundCloud if you want to listen to the very first episode all the way to the most recent. If you're caught up pretty much, then you guys can, of course, listen to us on iTunes Give us five stars. We're still five for five. Five for five. Which is awesome. Um, and also, one more nugget. We have our podcasts on YouTube as well. So just literally Google Muffy Bradshaw and it'll come up. And uh, follow me on Muffy Bradshaw on Instagram. I do have Twitter. I don't use Twitter, though. I need to get like B because he uses it. I need. It's so, much, it's so hard to juggle all these social medias. Honestly, I think like, between Instagram and Twitter, I think that it's a lot to me. It's a lot, <laughs> but I gotta do it. It's a lot. You gotta do it, man. And it's just it's a lot of it's a lot of good gems out there, man. I, Twitter just honestly, as I've kind of just gotten back into it, probably with over the past couple of months, um, a lot of the stuff that we see on Instagram, you know, the posts and the different things that you know, the captions and what have you, like a lot of that stuff comes mm-hmm. from Twitter. Mm. And you know a lot of people that I've find, I've talked to you know are on Twitter but aren't on anything else. Mm, that's interesting because they're like, what's the point if if what's being filtered into something else is really coming from mm. Twitter? And I just like the fact that everybody, no matter who you are, you know, multi generations, you know, different mm-hmm. things like that are are on Twitter. I, I find that to be most interesting. All right, so give me your um, handle. One so more yeah, time. my my Twitter handle, man, B Cherry two one six. Again, Twitter handle at bcherry216. Mm. Um, Book coming out 2020? Coming out 2020, um, the artist formerly known as Cherry will be changing. Yes, I'm excited. Yeah. And then the excerpt we have too. The excerpt is definitely out from the Mm -hmm. book. Um, I actually have been, so for a while, and I'll be transparent with you guys, I've been battling with the last piece to finish the book out. Um, I, I... I'm sti- I'm sticking very strong to the premise of the piece, the topic of the piece, um, and I'm I want to finish it once I have, once I'm in a space to really give it the content that it needs. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to hold out so that I don't cheat it, mm-hmm. and I don't want to cheat. I don't I don't want to cheat it. So. Stuff out here for creatives. Like creatives, we it's, we have to be in the space, and sometimes we have to push through, even if we're not in the space. Yes. And it's not, y'all know, it's just it can be challenging. It can be very challenging, man. But um, we know we're meant to do this. It's you know, and I was <laughs> it's the crazy thing about it, and I was just saying this like poetry isn't a passion of mine. I did is, not know that poetry is not a passion of mine. I um, didn't know that everything that I've written. Everything that I've written has just has just come out. So when you say it's not a passion of yours, like it's not your first choice? It's not my first choice. Okay. 
Um, I, I received that. Writing's not my first choice I've, either. I've used poetry and writing as a form of expression. Um, uh. I've typically used that in that way because I think that it gives... Um, for me, it allows me to really kind of give some volume to some of the things that I've dealt with, some things that I've experienced, some of the stories I've heard. Like I said before, like Jill Scott has always been a very big influence for me as a lot of her work is not hers. Not correct me back up. A lot of her, the content for her work and the way that she uses her gift has not always been from her personal life and life mm. experiences. Mm-hmm. So a lot of my pieces, not all of them, but a lot of my pieces aren't necessarily my stories, my you know my con- my content as far mm-hmm. as like what I'm writing about. Um, but when I do have a piece or something that I am writing about that pertains to me in particular, I never want to shortchange that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that that's why I've certain I've taken some time to try to work to work through that piece. I got the majority of it, but I'm going to hold off and not include that in the book. Mm-hmm. So um, I have I have something else I'm going to put into the book, and then we we're releasing it. It's going Yay! Out. 2020. 2020 is a big year, <laughs> man. So um, yes. so yeah, saying that to say, yes. my, my Twitter handle probably is going to change. My Instagram handle is definitely going to change. Mm-hmm. Um, there are big things coming for 2020, and I'm excited. 2020, yes, and it's a big election year, too. Big election year. (laughs) Anyway, Um, so yeah, all right, so thanks, guys, for listening, and you are the real MVP if you lasted this whole hour and 10 minutes. Hour and 10, man. Yes, so thank you. Don't forget to share, subscribe, rate us, and follow us on, follow, oh, that's a tongue twister, follow us on all social media outlets. Okay, woo, there we go, we got it, and we'll talk to you guys soon. Peace, peace. Bye.